welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and it is one of my favorite days of the year. It is Potapalooza Day, a day where I get to meet a lot of amazing podcasters with messages we all want and need to hear. My next guest, I can't wait to hear this story, is Glenda Lane, Freedom From Within, and she made a big pivot in her business just like I did. Welcome to the show, Glenda. Oh, thanks so much, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. Ah, uh, tell me your journey. I can't wait to hear. Sure. Well, I um, I'll start by saying that I'm I was a very um, I would say a, a bit of an achievement junkie. <laughs> <In> my, <laughs> I, um, always uh, all the way like way back to what I can remember in school, straight A student. Um, you know, top of the class and and uh, university, continuing that when I took my physical therapy degree, and um, it was um, something that I was doing. I now know to try and prove my worth. So it was this. You know, it wasn't as a result of me, just it was my heart's desire. It was more about me not feeling enough and that I was, you know, trying to push myself um, and put pressure on myself to not only do everything, but get it all right. So I don't know if anyone can relate to that. However, <laughs> that was my story. And um, what started happening was, um, and particularly in university, I started to experience things cropping up in my body. So I was diagnosed with a hormone imbalance. I had knee surgery one year when I was in school. I had mono um, another year. I injured a, a disc in my low back and I had chronic, and then that was the start of chronic neck and back pain for me. And then digestive issues started to crop up. And then in my early thirties, um, I, was diagnosed with my first melanoma of which I've now had six and um and I've also experienced three miscarriages and um and burnout so I now know that those were all ways that my soul was trying to get my attention through my body to say Glenda what you are doing is not aligned for you in other words the way that you are, the pressure you, and stress that you are putting on yourself um, is is not your way. It is actually goes very against my true nature, my true feminine nature. And um, uh, because, you know, I mean, everything looked great on paper in my life. I, I had traveled overseas with sports teams. Uh, I'm Canadian. So the sports teams um, uh, for our summer university games in Turkey and Beijing and I got all my credentials in physio and, 
you know, I had a house. I mean, everything looked really good on paper. Um, and then when I was about 30, well, 33, my mom uh, was diagnosed with uh, terminal pancreatic cancer. And that was like a bomb went off in my life because it was, I've never really experienced any, I'll call it trauma <laughs> of, of that nature in my life before. And, um, and so she um, passed about just under three months after her diagnosis and I had gone home to take care of her. And right after she passed, there was a, a moment where I just, kind of was taking a breath and going I really felt like something was missing like I felt like even though everything looked good on paper that something was missing in my life and I now know that I was feeling disconnected from my soul from my intuition and from my body I was like a head walking around on a stick <laughs> it was very much a mental you know mentalized everything um you know, I'm bright. So that was, I, that was one of my superpowers. I, I tried to be, um, again, get everything right. And so in doing so and putting that pressure on myself, I, I was very disconnected from my body. And so her passing was really the beginning of my, my spiritual journey. Um, I'll tell you this little tidbit. I, when I moved back to Edmonton after, uh, my mom had passed, there was a workshop that I saw, it was just an advertisement in a magazine, a local one, and um, it was for a half day workshop on how to bend spoons with energy. And I was like, <laughs> I'm in, where do we do that? <laughs> right, very random, very like out of my realm. I was a very science minded gal, very show me the proof, you know, very black and white. Um, and But I, for some reason it called to me and long story short, I went, and the woman who was teaching it was a psychic intuitive um, that I ended up training with for two years and never thinking I would do this work, but more, it was more a personal journey for me. It was more a, I just wanted to feel close to my mom still, you know, like I didn't, I didn't have that. I never had a religious upbringing, spiritual upbringing. And there was just this part of me that's like, you know, I, I just want to be able to still be in connection with her. And um, oh, it was just an amazing, amazing process. And anyway, that kind of the open, opened the door for me. And then it led me down a path of taking a, a year-long energetics coaching program. So learning how to read energy and, and move energy blocks and, and become a coach in that, which led to um, another year-long program called Magic School. So a mystery school of really going even deeper. And then another one that was about learning how to go direct with consciousness. So it just, it, it was like, it opened the doorway for me. And it was like, this is my passion. This is my jam. And in that journey, I reconnected with my body. I came to understand just how much I feel and just how intuitive I am, um, as we all are. But it's just whether we're open, right, to to receiving that. And um and it did. It started my my practice of being an intuitive energy guide, um, energetics coach for the last 12 years. So um, in addition to being a physio, I, I, I wear two hats and I, you know, you can't not, I, you, I can't separate out the two. They definitely overlap. I bring both areas into, into the other. So, um, and then about five years ago, I began to speak light language 
Um, and so that's just, it, it's been <laughs> that came out of the blue for me. And so um, this, I call myself grounded woo. So I'm very woo and also feet on the ground. Like, you know, here having this human experience and let's bring the 5D consciousness down and through into this lifetime and make the world a better place. So, um, so that's, that's been my journey so far. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's so interesting you say that because I'm a very grounded person, very religious. I was born on a Monday. My first time in church was the next Sunday. So I've always believed, but I fortunately was raised in a very liberal Christian church. So open to other ideas, other possibilities. Um, one day my dad and I were having a pretty deep conversation and he goes, well, what if they're right? Like, how can we say no? Cause what if they're right? And it was like, oh yeah. Oh, what if they are? Uh, and I ended up at a conference or at a mastermind meeting, a woman who was a spiritual healer, didn't know what it was. She is a psychic medium. And my parents had died at that point 11 years before, and my mom had had a stroke 11 years before she passed away. So we had 11 years where you never knew how grounded the conversation was with her because she could come up with stuff from left field because the stroke was the size of a grapefruit wiped out the right side of her brain. So she had been a little bit off for 11 years and then she had been gone 11 years so you have angel numbers of 11 and 11 and you add them up it's 22 and apparently that's a whole nother realm of angel numbers and so the messages that came down from her through the medium were so comforting and so wonderful to me and later we talked to my dad my parents died 12 days apart um and yeah it was it was a lot um but if anybody had ever told me, like one of my girlfriends from high school said, of all the people we would have picked from Edmond High School to go into this type energy work, like you're the last one. And it was like, oh, so I do not speak with people who have passed on, although I'm told I, I could very easily. I just haven't chosen to step into that yet. Yeah. I don't know if I will or not, but it's interesting that we've had very similar um, experiences with not expecting it. And I wrote down grounded woo, because that will totally work with me. And one time at work, I had what was diagnosed as an inflamed nerve in my neck. I had missed over two weeks of work. I couldn't sleep because I was in so much pain. I had been to the chiropractor. I had taken steroids. I was put in the hospital and they shot numbing stuff into my neck. I got zero relief. And one of my sisters said, will you go to this uh, person and get a massage? And I said, yes, I'll do anything. Yeah. And this woman like never actually touched me. Like she was just above me. And then she would move her hand away. Like I could feel like almost the air move and she'd shake her hand and snap her finger. And after a few rounds of this, I was like, why are you snapping your finger? And she said, you have a big knot under your left shoulder blade and I'm pulling it out, but I don't want the energy in me. So I'm snapping my finger to get rid of it. And I thought, you're just weird. And this is, this is, this is stupid. I don't even know why I'm here. And then she um, very gently rubbed all these oils on me 
And then she held her hands under my face. It was like, breathe this in, you know, aromatherapy. And she got it all rubbed into my hair. It was a greasy mess. And when she finished, she said, go home and take a nap and don't shower before tomorrow. Let these oils soak in. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I went to get off the table and I could. And then I got dressed. I went home. I laid down. I slept for four solid hours, which I hadn't slept that long in three weeks at this point. And I now know, I wish I could find her. I've tried to find her. I, I She was quite a bit older than me. I wonder if she's passed away, but like, I'm pretty sure she was probably doing Reiki and probably doing some other energy healing, but she just called herself a massage therapist. Right. But I think there was more happening there. There's more going on for sure. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. She was doing energy work on you. She was. So the energy work that you do, um, do you do this virtually in person, a combo plan? Like what, how do you, how do you work with people? How do you help? How do you help people like me? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I do have two sets of clients. I have my physical therapy clients that I'm seeing in person at the clinic. And then I have my, my intuitive energy coaching clients. Um, so those clients I'm working with virtually, um, usually over zoom and, um, you know, I just have this ability to tune into their, their energy. It doesn't matter where you are. You don't actually have to be in person. Right. Um, and to really get to the energetic root of something. So if something is showing up for you, whether it's something, um, in your life externally or, or showing up in your body, there's always an energetic root to it because everything's energy. And so for me, that's my, it's like, that's what we get curious about. Let's get to the root of what is creating these symptoms in your body or what is creating what's showing up in your life. And so it's internal work, you know, and that's why, you know, my business is freedom from within is because we go, we go in and we use, I use what is going on in their life, what is coming up for them, what they are bumping up against, um, what they are being triggered by, whatever it is to then take them into their own bodies. So I assist them. I don't do the work on them. I fully believe we all have the power to heal ourselves. We just need to be shown the way. And so for me, it's helped guiding them through the body and what is showing up in the body in terms of emotions and physical sensations and really actually feeling because so many of us have learned to numb or have been completely overwhelmed by emotions that we don't want to go there. We don't want to feel our emotions. We're afraid of them. We're afraid they're, we're going to become them. We have judgment about them. We have judgment about ourselves for feeling them, but emotions are just energies. They're just at vibrating at different frequencies. And the ones that feel uncomfortable, such as shame and guilt and anger, they're just lower frequency um, emotions. Whereas love and joy and gratitude, they feel good because they're higher frequency. So there's actually no good or bad. There's just high and low frequency. And when we can learn to befriend our emotions and learn how to feel fully, how to be with them so that they can literally move through our bodies and not stay stuck in our tissues where they wreak havoc and they cause dysfunction and disease. And so that's a big part of what I do. And it's a process called emotional alchemy, where not only do we go into the body and feel this and let it move through, but then let's get to the root. Why is that emotion there? You know, why are you feeling this way? What are you believing? Is it linked to something in your past? 
And so really that's a very intuitively led process at that point as to where I, where I help guide them so that they can come to understand because the reason that we feel these emotions is because we're believing something that is not true, usually about ourselves, but also about life itself. As so when we can get to the deeper truth that is actually underneath all of that, that is what shifts not only how you feel, but how you then see yourself and how you see life. And that's what, sh that's paradigm shifting. And so for me, it's about that. That causes true lasting change versus just trying to shift something at a mind level or just to feel your emotions. It's only part of the process. You know, it's, we're whole beings. And so this is a whole being process that I, uh, that I take my clients through and I teach them how to do it on their own. And of course it takes practice, right. To become good at it. But really, um, that has been the difference for me because I used to be so up in my head thinking it's now let's go down in your body and feel because that is where your emotions are just trying to get your attention. They're kind of, they're basically, they're saying to you, Hey, look over here. Something wants to be known. There's some clarity here that wants to be known. There's a change that wants to be made. There's more love available for you on the other side of this emotion. There's more freedom available. There's more truth. And so for me, emotions are um, a doorway or like a portal, an entryway for us to move through to be able to get to the gold on the other side. And that's the alchemy, of course. <laughs> so, so that's, um, and that has just been life-changing, not only uh, for me, for my clients. And, you know, we're not taught how to be with our emotions. We're not taught how to feel, boy, if this was something we could teach all our kids in school, right from the get-go, like this would be, it would be life-changing, right? Oh my gosh. And we can, you know, do it one person or one group of people if we're doing something from the stage at a time. So as we're wrapping up our time together, how do people get hold of you? What's the best way to reach you? Yeah, well, I am, uh, I'm on Instagram. So oh. my, my handle is Glenda Lane Freedom Guide. So you can always come play with me there. Um, I have a Facebook group on, on, in on Facebook called Freedom to Love You, and you just have to search that up. It is a private group for women, and um, but you just have to request to join. And um, I do have a freebie for everyone. I, this is something that I, oh gosh, it's called Freedom. No, it's called Seven Steps to Freedom from Pressure. Okay, so these are some of the steps that I took that freed myself from this pressure that I was putting on myself for so long to have more ease, to have more grace, to have more enjoyment, to have more fulfillment in my life. And so you can go to freedomfromwithin.funnelcures.com forward slash, and then it's number the number seven steps. And then that you can grab a hold of that and start putting some of those steps into practice for yourself. But yeah, I would absolutely love to connect. I'm also at Glenda at glendalane.ca for email. If you just want to reach out and connect that way. Oh my gosh. Thank you. This has been such a great conversation. We will drop all the links in the show notes so that if you didn't get them written down, you can click on the show notes of this episode and you can get that information. Glenda, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your journey with us. And thank you for being so kind when I had no storage on my computer to try to record our session because these weird things happen sometimes. <laughs>
Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Um, I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.